Welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We are excited you've taken time out of your day to listen to our podcast. For more information about us, you may visit our website at biblicalquestion.com. We will tell you the web address again at the show's end. We encourage you to open your Bible and follow along as we study the Bible. Now here is your host, Joseph. Well, ideally, certainly. Glad that you have joined us today and downloaded this podcast. I know there's many out there you've chosen this one, and I am certainly uh, blessed by your decision. May God bless you for yours. Today we're going to continue to answer questions from uh, listeners just like you. We've actually been holding questions for uh, several weeks now, some of these uh, a little longer than that. I apologize. We've just had a lot going on here trying to research out some of the answers. uh, So we're going to try to tackle these today. And if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to always open it up and, and follow along as we uh, go through these questions. Again, I want to remind you that we do have a prayer request there on our webpage at biblicalquestion.com. I hope that you would go there and, and check that out. I know the list doesn't always change that often, but it does occasionally. And those people there have asked for help in prayer I think that's something that uh, we should always want to fulfill. Prayer is something that we just really overlook, I think, in this day and time in in the church, especially here in the United States. Uh, So many groups uh, only pray on Sunday. I think we should pray every day of the week. Again, we're going to listen here. We're going to talk about uh, different things at the our listeners have asked. So bear with me as we go through these. And I certainly hope that uh, if you'd have a question, a Bible question, that uh, I could do my best to answer it. Okay, the lady from California asked me, do you believe in extraterrestrials or ET? And if so, do you believe that uh, they are fallen angels? Well, the short answer is I do not believe that they are uh, fallen angels per se. Uh, more than likely, it's the government playing around. Fallen angels do not have a, a physical about them. Angels can manifest by God's power, but fallen angels never. It's not going to happen. God's not going to allow it. I once read a study that you know, 75-80% of UFOs um, unidentifying blind object or whatever, uh, are accredited to uh, natural uh, phenomena type situations and not necessarily uh, from outer space or another planet. And I'm going to have to admit to you, I've watched some of these shows on television just out of curiosity because of this question, and, and this is not the first time I've been asked this, but generally speaking, as you watch these shows, they have a message or a theme about them saying that, you know, we need to advance our technology, we need to advance our spiritual awareness and so forth uh, before we can proceed or grow as a human race or to avoid, you know, a a global war, whether it's here on the moon or around the world or, you know, World War III, Armageddon type type thing. 
And we need to keep in mind as we read and study our Bible, the Bible has to do with everything about life here on earth and the relationship between the Creator God and its cre- His creation, us, of course, being part of that creation. And the fall of man, uh, not living up to the standard, falling short of the glory, and that we need a, a Savior, we need a Messiah, which is manifested through Christ, uh, Jesus himself, God in the flesh, who come and, and lived a perfect life, showed us that it was possible to do that, suffered and died, bled for us, and rose on the third day. And the second part uh, for this person's question, uh, are demons fallen angels, and can they be redeemed? And I think the short answer is demons are fallen angels. I think that's uh, made very clear throughout Scripture. I mean, God did create all the angels, but the angels who decided to follow uh, Lucifer, they had a free will to follow God, uh, or Lucifer are fallen angels. And they cannot be redeemed because they had... uh, actual knowledge, they were in the presence of God, and they chose not to stay in the presence of God. And you and I, uh, as in the flesh on this planet, have never seen God face to face. They were actually there you know, seeing God face to face, and so uh, they cannot be redeemed. And another thing that we need to think about is they literally just hate Christ and everything that he stands for. Uh, They hate us because we are made in his creation. We are made in in God's image. And they would do everything and anything to, to destroy that. And so there really is no repentance uh, among them. Uh, They, they will never be able uh, to be redeemed because I, we all have to repent. There, there has to be a sorrow heart or sorrowful heart uh, toward the sin that we have done. And they, they actually have zero. And so uh, they could not be redeemed based off of several uh, factors, I believe. Uh, James chapter 2, verse 19 makes it very clear that demons believe, they, they actually know who God is. But... Again, that doesn't save them. Well, you know, I've used this example many times in the podcast. Everybody who knows who the King of England is or the President of the United States and so on, but that doesn't mean that he knows personally who I am. All he would care about is if we're paying taxes and obeying the laws type idea. Beyond that, I mean, there's no reason for him to know us. We have not made that personal a relationship with him or vice versa. But with Christ, we have to have this relationship. We have to have this redemptive heart. We have to um, want to follow Christ. And these, so these demons, these fallen angels have zero desires to do that. Very common questions, and I appreciate that you do listen to the podcast. I certainly hope that this does answer your question and that you... Uh, gave me okays to answer this on a future podcast. 
and I, I greatly appreciate that. In fact, all of the questions that we're answering today in the podcast, we have that in the email. They said, just go ahead and answer it on the podcast. And so uh, I appreciate that. It allows me, uh, gives me time to study and put it out. Uh, sometimes I have questions for a week, and then I can record it and, and send it out. Sometimes I questions come up I haven't thought about before or haven't studied out in some time, and I like to take a little time to at least try to make an effort to give a good biblical sound answer. So I appreciate that. And if you have a question, you can email us through our webpage on the contact page there at biblicalquestion.com. Second question, it comes from Kansas City, and this person asked me, uh, they've been listening to the podcast for some time, they went back in, on the uh, webpage and been able to listen to quite a few of them, and one of them I discussed about Jesus as king. And uh, basically the email said that they didn't believe me that uh, Jesus is already king. Well, he is king. He's always been a king. He's uh, says so uh, to Pilate uh, and his trial. When Pilate asked him, uh, are you king? And Jesus says, yes, I am. Uh, my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, my followers would have fought to prevent my capture. And so Jesus has proclaimed himself as king. He doesn't need uh, some guy or gal from planet Earth to, to do that, uh, crown him king. He's, he's king of the creation. He's the king of kings, lord of lords. And we, and we use those terms all the time in, in church, uh, worship, uh, singing songs. And most people uh, would have used those type of things, uh, those sayings, those wordings. And so... Uh, Back in the days of Samuel, when the people are demanding a king, if you read in 1 Samuel, it really breaks Samuel's heart. But God will tell Samuel the prophet, uh, they're not uh, attacking you, they're attacking me. They have disregarded me as their king. They've rejected me as their king. And so they really don't, God does not need to be crowned uh, king. Like I said, he's already king. And there's a lot of false uh, teaching out there about Jesus coming back to be crowned king and he's going to you know, reign on the earth for a thousand years. And you know, I'm not going to get into all the premillennialism uh, with this particular question. But, because I think a lot of that is just false teaching, period. You have to go and really honestly study this out, uh, a king, Jesus, will be returning. He's returning. He's the conquering king. And uh, he is Lord of Lords. He's the king of creation. Uh, and this idea, I think uh, there's a man, he's long dead, last name of McGee, uh, taught that uh, Jesus was not king. He is the returning, only returning as uh, the groom to to marry his bride. Well, I think that's a little uh, misconceptions there. Uh, is Jesus the groom? Yes. Is the church his bride? Yes. Will it be consummated? Yes. 
we will all come together uh, and be able to be part of eternal life with with Christ. But uh, again, I, with all my love in my heart, I, I tell you, he he's already king. He's or, always been a king. So, but I do appreciate your question, and, and again. Uh, I hope you'll continue to listen and and go back through some of those uh, old um, podcasts that uh, we've done on premillennialism and whatnot. And my mind really hasn't changed since I recorded those. Uh, And I continue to study this. This is a very popular teaching. uh, And I just, I think it's just deeply flawed, to, to say the least. And so... Is it true that Jesus will return? Absolutely. Will there be a judgment day? Absolutely. Will there be the end of time? Well, yes, time will end as you and I know it. But uh, God is not bound by time. He's eternal, and we're going to be part of that eternal, uh, whether we go uh, to be with Him forever in the kingdom, uh, worshiping Him and and learning and deepening our knowledge of God and who He is, or we will be uh, suffering in torment. So, again, I thank you for your question and that you will continue to listen. May God bless you in your search. And uh, we'll go on to the next question. Our next question comes from a person that's uh, clearly been listening to the podcast for a while. Uh, they didn't say where they were from, and that's okay. Uh, if you don't want me to say who you are or where you're from, I certainly will not do that on a worldwide broadcast. So uh, please understand, I, I do want to respect your wishes and and your security and your safety is very important to me as well, uh, not only spiritually, but physically as well. Uh, this person in their email basically comes across saying that they've listened to some podcasts and I've made comments about uh, Joe Olstein and uh, others on uh, the uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network and uh, uh, Joyce Myers and so forth as, as they are false teachers. And yes, they are. I certainly believe that. And the reason I say a lot of that is because they teach or say that God loves you, which is a true statement. And we need to understand that every every lie has a little bit of truth in it or nobody would believe it. I mean, uh, even Hitler uh, understood that. Okay, and so, uh, but when you have people who are trying to to live for Christ, serve Christ, who are always suffering from uh, illness, uh, financial burdens, uh, broken relationships, and they're not wealthy, rich millionaires driving fancy cars and living in... uh, Nations where money just flows everywhere freely. Uh, this idea, uh, if you're sitting in a, in a third world country somewhere and they look at America and think uh, everybody there has trees growing in their backyard and it sheds money every night and they go out and pick it up like it was manna. And these people teach this, this wealth and health prosperity type gospel that if, if you are doing everything God wants you to do, then you're going to have all these blessings. And if you don't, 
if you're not being faithful to Christ, you're not following him and doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, then heaven forbid, God's going to strike you down. He's going to make you sick. He's going to destroy your finances. Uh, he's going to send natural disasters to, to hit your home, your business, whatever. Again, uh, I struggle with this. And look at Job. Have, have you not read the book of Job? You know, Jesus would say, have you not read the scriptures? Well, have you not read the book of Job? Uh, poor Job was declared right out of the box here as you begin to read about this man was a righteous man. He sacrificed every day. He does it for his children just in case they have sinned or overlooked a sin. And so, uh, you know, good things uh, happen to good people, but sometimes bad things happen to good people. And it's just called life on earth. Now, can God be trying to get your attention? Well, perhaps. I'm, I'm not going to go very far with that. But here we have this idea constantly that you can be very wealthy. Well, what about the apostles? I mean, Peter owned, if I understand the scriptures correctly, he owned his own fishing boats, him and his family. Uh, they were fishermen by trade. They owned their boats. Uh, they begin to proclaim the gospel. Uh, they all, me, somewhere along the way, after the day of Pentecost, they're all killed for believing and teaching the name of Jesus. Uh, the Apostle Paul, very prominent Jewish man of his faith, uh, said he was, you know, the, and he gives this whole list of things that he was in the book of Galatians. I often thought maybe he was headed to be high priest at some point. And yet, tradition says that, you know, he would be beheaded in, in the city of Rome. And so, that I, I, anybody on TBN, I'll just be honest, is a big yellow light flashing somewhere in the back of my mind. These people just constantly are teaching things that just seem a little far off, a little far-fetched uh, for me. Does this not mean that we need to repent of our sins? Of course not. We need to. Do we need to focus on Christ to be, have a, a good spiritual prayer life? Of course we do. Uh, does God give us blessings uh, in this life? Of course he does. But when we have uh, people like Olstein writing books, you can have your best life now. Well, what about your best life in eternity? That's my question. And so, just, you know, we have Abraham. I'm going to use him as an example. Very wealthy man for his day and time. And yet, here he is, uh, very much blessed as a father of a nation that will become today known as Israel, uh, the Jewish uh, people. And so, just because you're wealthy does not mean uh, that you're uh, living good life or bad life. It just means simply that you're wealthy. And so, uh, I really, honestly, I struggle uh, with all of this. And I really believe that these people really propose the greatest threat to Christianity. 
And but these people, whether they're sincere or not, obviously I can't uh, look deep into their hearts. But Jesus will say the tree is known by its fruit. I don't see any of these people giving up all their millions of dollars that they have coming in from people uh, that follow them, buy their books, uh, to send money in. I don't see them turning around giving that to the poor. I don't see them supporting um, other ministries. Uh, it all goes into their coffers. They fly 747s, uh, drive fancy cars. And so, you know, I'm not saying that your local pastor uh, doesn't have those same desires one way or the other. I, I don't know. Never met him. And so... Be very cautious of this stuff. Uh, know the true word of God. And to stop this kind of stuff, you need to know the word of God and study the word of God. Again, these people are, are just writing a prescription for poison within Christianity and that, that terminology of Christianity. Uh, that people really believe this. Changes have to come, and it has to come from within. And we just honestly have a, a world, but definitely a, a culture or society within uh, the United States of biblical ignorance. And, you know, I, I get a few emails occasionally telling me that I am that. And so, uh, again... I, I do everything I can to empty my mind of any teachings that I've had in the past. I just study the Word of God. I, I don't read commentaries. I let the Bible interpret the Bible and try to approach the Bible with a common sense uh, thinking of, uh, and an open mind of what the Spirit uh, is trying to teach me. And again... I know somebody who committed suicide because they were watching this stuff, listening to this stuff and this type of teaching, and it was just one heartache after another. The, the poor person uh, lost loved ones. They were very ill for a while from uh, uh, COVID, and they just couldn't handle all of this. And so uh, eventually they, they took their own life and left a really long letter that God didn't love them, and there was just no hope. And this is the problem. Uh, they don't realize, maybe they do, I don't know, but, and I'm rambling on a little bit here, I realize. But we need to know who God is. You need to study for yourself. Uh, again, I know there's some uh, ministries out there that are a lot bigger than this one, and that's okay. They are very productive, solid, good ministries that have a, a much bigger following than this one does. And it doesn't mean that we could not continue to grow because uh, over the last three or four years, this ministry has really blossomed. And I think it's just simply because I try very hard to bring a simple answer uh, that everybody listening can follow and understand and get something out of. And they occupy these people, they do. Powerful p platforms. They have 
I, I guess I ask myself this question. If everybody would just stop sending them money, what would they do? And they lost their millions of dollars. Would they still remain faithful to God? Would they still be teaching and preaching uh, their prosperity and wealth and health gospel? And I question that. Now, does it mean all of them would drop God? Uh, but I think those on TBN probably would. Uh, you know, we've got uh, years ago, uh, 2020 in ABC News, uh, and I'm talking back in the 80s, started an, uh, an investigation. I think it was, um, well, I won't say the name because I'm not sure. Anyway, he, uh, this reporter started following these guys around. I mean, they're luxurious homes, uh, airplanes, like I said, 747s, and this stuff's all paid for. But paid for by their listeners. And they say, well, they deserve it uh, because they are uh, delivering the message of God. Well, I don't know, again, about deserving. Uh, Jesus was a traveling man, but he did it all on foot. And so what in the world do you need all this big luxurious things for i i'm not sure but again i know our culture i i know how people look and think in the, in the area that where i live they can look at a little church building and think well god's not really blessing them god really can't be there uh and go down the street and see what i would call a mega church or just a huge building and they say oh god's working really hard there and that's just honestly folks that's a big misconception. It really is. And so uh, they're thinking as the world thinks. They're not necessarily thinking the way God thinks. And so I'll use myself as an example here in this ministry. I notice when I have podcasts that are happy-go-lucky, feel-good, uh, those numbers and those listens are in the thousands. And when I have a podcast that talks about sin, damnation, and hell, uh, the numbers go way down. Nobody listens to those. I shouldn't say nobody, but it might only be in the hundreds. But it's an obvious dip in the listening audience. And so, again, I don't know how many people follow TBN that listen to this as well. I have no way of knowing that. I, I Really, honestly, uh, don't worry about those type of things. And so when I say something that is contradictive, example, we, I've, I've really made a point about homosexuality, same-sex marriage, and so on. And, you know, people who once sent money years ago to help keep this going no longer do that because they have a son, grandson, daughter, whatever, that practices homosexuality. And as Christians who are supposed to stand up for truth, no matter the cost, that's what we need to be doing. And that's what I've done. Uh, and I will continue to do so. And so we've got to stand together. And, you know, think about this. Jesus was persecuted uh, very strongly, all the way to the cross, and not by Rome, but by other Jewish people, the Jewish leadership. 
made certain that they were going to kill him and take him out of the way because he stood in opposition of their political points. He stood in opposition of the money that was coming into the temple and so forth. And he, he does. He even criticizes them and says, well, you're supposed to be helping your, your elderly, the widows, the orphans. But yet you'll say, ah, oh, whatever I have, I can't give to you and help you because I've set it aside for God. And Jesus basically would say, ah, oh, no, that's hogwash. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't hold water. You're violating the heart of the law. And so they would go after him. Uh, the Sabbath, you know, they are always accusing him of breaking the Sabbath. And if you know anything about a kingship, which Jesus is king of everything overall, as I stated earlier, a king cannot even break his own law. He's not allowed to do that. And you can see this within the context of Scripture. Uh, Example would be uh, Esther, the book of Esther. As you study this book and read it, it's, you can read it in 30 minutes or less. The king is not allowed to break any laws. Once it's been written into law, it is law. And so, again, Jesus couldn't break the Sabbath. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. And he knows the law, and he's not going to break that law. He's not allowed to. Because if he really does break the Sabbath, then he is a sinner, and the sacrifice on the cross is worthless. It means nothing. And so we, we, we need to stand more together. And this is the struggle, I believe, that we all have for those who are truly following and want to know who Christ is. And I want to encourage everyone who listens to, to be in deep thought, be in deep prayer over what you are putting in your mind from the different religious organizations around in your area, whether it's on TV, radio, the Internet. Uh, you know, I, I recall when I was um, overseas, and one of these folks uh, from TBN was making a big entrance into this country. And the, the whole deal was, when we, when we were there, everybody was going to go listen to them. One, because they were from America. But two, the, they, the, it was the Billy Graham group. I'll just tell you who it was. And when they came in, they, they paid for their airplane tickets, their bus tickets. They gave them so much rice to be there at the end. And then they gave them money to return the same way they arrived. So in the end, financially, it didn't cost them anything. But in a third world country where food is expensive, uh, rice is a common commodity. And you, and you were able to walk off with kilos of rice that would feed you and your family, depending on how large your family was for several days. Why wouldn't you not go? I mean, and the stadiums, everything is packed. Well, back here in the States, we see how wonderful this is that all these people are there and they want to hear about Jesus. No, they, they're not there to hear your message. They're there for their free food. And you kind of get this idea with Jesus as well. 
where Jesus is uh, has fed 5,000 people. He goes across the lake, and they're wondering where he's at. And when they get uh, around the other side, they find him. They, Jesus makes it very clear. You know, you're only here uh, because you got your bellies full yesterday for free food. Are you really wanting to hear the message that I have? And so nothing's new under the sun. And that's exactly what Solomon would say. There is nothing new under the sun. And so, again, I... I hope and pray always that God would uh, guide us and, and direct us as Christians to stand up for what is right, what is true. Uh, it doesn't mean we need to get nasty with each other. Uh, does it mean that well, we need to, you know, cast blows or whatever? But we need to teach the truth, and we need to be praying for those people uh, who are clearly teaching falsely that they would repent and do the right things. Well, I've gone on and on, and, and I've beat that up pretty hard, and I and I have in the past as well. And it, I I certainly thank everybody who's hung with me this long and uh, hasn't shut me off already. So may God bless you for listening, downloading this podcast that you will continue to listen to us on a weekly basis. Obviously, a couple of these people that we've answered questions from have uh, done just that. They've gone back and listened to uh, previous podcasts, which is very simple to do on basically any podcasting app that you uh, have found us on. Again, I want to thank you for listening. May God bless you. May he have the glory. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to hit the like button and follow us on your podcasting app. Please check out our website at biblicalquestion.com. All one word, all lowercase. In addition, we have a prayer request page, a way of contacting us, a statement of faith, and other resources for our listeners. Do you have a Bible question you would like answered on a future podcast or prayer request? We would be honored to hear from you and add your prayer request to our list so others may pray for you. Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on our social media accounts. Again, that is biblicalquestion.com. Thank you and may he have the glory.